Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Shawna K's Motivational Breeze. Thanks to all my listeners who have tuned in from the United States of America, Jamaica, Canada, Australia, and the UAE. And to all my potential listeners, thank you so much. You have been continuously fanning my flames and I do appreciate this. Today, I will be talking to you on the topic, dealing with oppositional defiant disorder. Dealing with oppositional defiant disorder, ODD. Dealing with oppositional defiant disorder in children can be downright overwhelming. These children seem to take it their life's mission to defy the rules and cause chaos and upset to those around them, leaving the most patent of parents and teachers feeling exhausted and defeated. If this sounds like you, here are some tips for dealing with oppositional defiant disorder at home and in the classroom. But before we begin, let us explore what is oppositional defiant disorder. While most children go around a phase in which they try to test the boundaries of their parents and or figures of authority. Oppositional Defiant Disorder, ODD, is a behavioral disorder that takes things to a totally different level. A child with ODD is very argumentative, appears angry, aggressive, and irritable, gets frustrated easily, doesn't respect people in a position of power, and is very vindictive. Oppositional defiant disorder can occur in all children, but research has shown that it is more prevalent in children with ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder, and ADD, Attention Deficit Disorder, Conduct Disorder, Mood Disorders, and Anxiety Disorders, as it tends to affect boys more than girls. Now, what are some symptoms of oppositional defiant disorder? In order for oppositional defiant disorder to be diagnosed, a child must consistently demonstrate the following kinds of behaviors for six months or more. Anger, resentment, vindictive behavior, explosive anger, resentment, argumentative behavior, throwing lots of temper tantrums, being excessively argumentative, deliberately saying, hurtful things. Some children outgrow ODD, whereas others don't develop symptoms until they reach puberty. And while boys tend to display more physical symptoms of oppositional defiant disorder, signs of ODD are a little more subtle in girls. Now, how can we deal with oppositional defiant disorder at home? Parents, I have nine tips for you. Make sure other conditions and challenges are under control. Example, as previously mentioned, certain conditions like ADHD, mood disorders, and anxiety can cause or worsen the symptoms of ODD, which makes it more important than ever to get these challenges under control first. Consult with a trained mental health professional to confirm the reasons behind your child's behavior so you can get a better understanding of how to support your child and which 
treatment options you should prioritize. Number two, develop a clear set of house rules, set expectations, which is very important. When it comes to dealing with the oppositional defined disorder at home, developing a set of house rules in which you clearly define what is expected of your child is another great first step. Make sure to keep the list relatively short. Focus on behaviors your child struggles with, but include a few behaviors you know your child can easily achieve to ensure greater success. Use basic language and make sure the rules you're trying to enforce are realistic. Examples might include, I use a quiet voice, I keep my hands and feet to myself, I say please and thank you, I clean up after myself. I do not interrupt when someone is speaking. Keep the list in a place your child frequents through the day, the, through the room, the fridge, next to the TV, and the list goes on. You can review it together often. And if you find your child struggling to follow the house rules you've set forth, consider turning it into a reward chart whereby your child earns a small reward for successfully following a certain number of rules each day. That's if your child earns four of six check marks, he or she gets an additional 15 minutes on her iPad after school or an additional 15 minutes outside riding his or her bike. Number three, opt for positive over negative reinforcement. This is very important. And at times we tend to opt for negative reinforcement, which has a negative impact and interrupt behavior. Reinforcement is a great tool for dealing with oppositional defiant disorder in children. And while both positive and negative forms of reinforcement can be helpful, research supports the idea that positive reinforcement, the act of rewarding a child when she completes a desired behavior as means of increasing the likelihood she'll repeat the behavior again, is more effective. Sticker charts are simple, yet very effective form of positive reinforcement that can be extremely successful in helping kids with ODD. And I love the magnetic reward and responsible chart. It is very, very effective as you can easily customize it to meet with the needs of your own child. And the fourth one, use natural and logical consequences. While most parents are aware that consequences can teach children responsibility, accountability, and problem solving, very few know what types of consequences are effective and how to use them properly. Natural consequences occur inevitably and as a result of a child's behavior or action, whereas logical consequences require thought and involvement from someone else, such as a parent, teacher, or caregiver, and are designed to help children replace poor behaviors with more appropriate choices. If your child refuses to pick up his or her toy after being asked, the toys are taken away for a certain time. Both can be powerful methods to help parents discipline a child with ODD, but since natural consequences don't always occur as a result of poor behaviors, logical consequences are more effective strategy all around. Be consistent. There's no doubt that dealing with oppositional defiant disorder in children 
can be extremely challenging. And while it can be very difficult to stand your ground in the face of your child's explosive anger, consistency really is the key. Remember that your child's goal is to wear you down so you can get what they want. And when you oblige and give into their demands, you're teaching them that your rules are meaningless. So no matter how hard it feels in the moment, always stick to your game. Avoid power struggle. Another great tip for dealing with oppositional defiant disorder in children is to avoid power struggle at all costs. Try to be as calm as to the point as possible. And arguing should be avoided with your child to the best of your ability. Identify problem behaviors. Explain the logical consequences as they entail. And then remove yourself from the situation so as not to inflame things. I have realized it is easier said than done. But when it comes to helping children with ODD, oppositional defiant disorder, finding ways to stay calm and disengage when needed is the key. Give warnings before transition, which is very, very important. Another simple yet effective strategy for dealing with oppositional defiant disorder in children is to provide warnings. For example, if your child gets angry when it's time to put his or her iPad away, consider purchasing a time timer so he or she can visually see their allotted iPad time pass and then give 10 to 15 minutes and three minutes warning so he or she isn't totally off guard. Prioritizing sleep, which is the final one for you parents, which is very important that we prioritize sleep. Make sure the whole family is getting enough sleep. Sleep plays an important role in our children's development and well-being. A lack of restful sleep can exasperate the symptoms of oppositional defiant disorder and other mental health conditions. That can cause and exasperate the symptoms of ODD. Sleep deprivation can also lead to a whole host of challenges for parents and caregivers. They become anxious and irritable, depressed and withdrawn, and start to lose interest in the things that are happening around them. Life starts to feel like an uphill battle, and since a child's success with various treatments and therapies is very much dependent on the involvement of her parents and caregivers, it's extremely important the entire family is getting an adequate amount of sleep each night. Now, since the home is the first institution of learning, let us step into the classroom and see how dealing with opposition defined disorder at school and giving you nine tips to help teachers. Teachers, I understand what you have been going through. I understand what you are bearing. But I hope these nine tips will help you to tackle and positively and effectively deal with your champions who are diagnosed with oppositional defiant disorder. Use reward charts. Sticker charts are simple yet effective form of positive reinforcement when helping students with ODD. They can be used for a specific behavior 
such as aggression, or as a way to reward overall good behavior throughout the day, being respectful, taking turns, using manners, following direction, and the list goes on. Each time a child earns a certain number of stickers, a bigger reward is often given to keep the momentum going. Create a calm down corner. Designate a certain area of your classroom as a calm down corner, where students can take a break when they feel overwhelmed and be very powerful, particularly when it comes to helping students with ODD. You may need to prompt your students at first. John, I notice you're feeling frustrated. Why don't you go to the calm down corner to read for a few minutes? But teaching children how to recognize their emotions and equipping them with strategies to calm down before things get out of hand is extremely valuable. There are many things you can keep in your classroom. Calm down corners to help your students gain control over their emotions, including books, noise-canceling headphones, calming coloring books, crayons, play-doh, and a variety of classroom-appropriate fidget toys. Provide choices. It is very, very important that we allow our students to know they too can make a choice, and we also, as educators, give them a choice. It is no secret that children like to be in control of their own destiny, and while classroom settings don't really tend to lend themselves to offering a million different choices to each individual child, this is one of the oppositional defined disorder strategy that is extremely effective in helping students with ODD. Remember to limit the number of choices. Two to three is the best. And if there is an activity or assignment you would like the child to complete, try pairing it with one or two less desirable options. This way, the student is likely to choose your preferred option. But if she feels she made the decision herself and will be a much more willing participant due to an increased sense of control. Positive feedback, both important for parents and teachers. As mentioned in the strategy above, for dealing with oppositional defiant disorders at home, it is important to remember that children with ODD are subject to a lot of negative interactions throughout the day. Their parents, teachers, caregivers, and even their friends are constantly pointing out the things they're doing wrong, and the long-term implications can be pretty powerful. So as difficult as it may, it may be sometimes, try to find ways to connect with these children. Find out what makes them you so you can appeal to these interests and keep them motivated. Offer praise wherever possible and find a way to highlight at least one thing these children do right each day. And of course, allow more breaks. Students who are irritable, angry, and prone to emotional outbursts can benefit from taking regular breaks throughout the school day. When you sense these students becoming frustrated, Giving them a signal to head over to the classroom, calm down corner, for a break, or organize another activity they can engage in to distract them from their feelings. For example, you may ask them to hand out papers to the class, run a note to the office, or help another student who is struggling. Remember that you want to find positive ways to interact with these children. So use your best judgment and don't be afraid to be creative when you sense negative emotion brewing.
be clear and be consistent with rules and expectations. Dealing with oppositional defiant disorder in the classroom, I know it's difficult, even for the most experienced and well-grounded teachers. There will be days when it feels easier to give in to what the child wants. And while this may help you in the short term, it will make things more difficult in the long run. Taking the time to communicate your rules and expectations at the beginning of the school year and holding firm with them no matter how angry or argumentative your student becomes will not only help you remain in control of your classroom, but it also have positive impacts on all of your students. Even though they may not like all of your rules, the predictability and consistency you set forth will have a positive impact on their success throughout the school year. My lead teacher once told me, students learn best when you are predictable and you are consistent. Crystal Washington. Thank you so much the day you thought you taught me this because I'm seeing it playing out so much. They learn so much when you are predictable and consistent. Avoid power struggles. Another great tip for helping students with ODD is to avoid power struggles like the plague. When a student starts to become argumentative with you, remind her of your expectation in clear and concise language as well as the consequences he or she will endure if they fail to follow your directions and then walk away. Do not engage in back and forth dialogue as this will only escalate the situation. If the child does not do what has been asked of him or her, deliver the consequence and remain as neutral as possible. And finally, use visuals and give warning before transition. It is important, educators, that we create using pictures, icons, words, visual schedule or visual representation of sequence of events. Most classrooms use a basic schedule outlining the different activities students will be participating in throughout the day. But some children benefit from a more detailed outline of exactly what will happen from one moment to the next. This will ensure they know what is expected of them so they can plan ahead, allowing them to remain more in control of their emotions. Giving warning before transition can also be beneficial in students who struggle to move from one activity to the next. This is especially important when they are moving from a preferred activity to something they find less interesting. A timer is a great tool to use as it is a visual representation and shows the students the passage of time and providing a 10 to five minutes and a five to three minutes warning can also make transitions easier. I do hope this collection of tips for dealing with opposition defined disorder at home and in the classroom proves useful to you. Remember to set clear boundaries, avoid power struggles, use positive reinforcement and set forth logical consequences for poor behavior and find ways to connect with and offer praise to students who are oppositional, defiant, disorder. Children are our future. Let us care for them. Let us love them. It is our responsibility to protect them. They are special. They are our student of determination.
be patient, be bold, be resilient, be confident. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Shauna Kay's Motivational Breeze. Thank you.